What's going on, guys? May I speak the podcast? We're back. Episode three. I just want to say thank you guys for all the support that you're giving us, all the positive feedback. We really appreciate it. Uh, This is a lot of fun, and we're glad that a lot of you think so. Continue to share and tell your friends. But before we talk about that, I want to introduce our special guest today, Nikki. Hey. Hello, Nikki. I hope you're doing good. I'm fabulous. How is everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some of us are a little defeated from last night. Um, Celebrated my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I was out celebrating my birthday. uh, And thank you guys. birthday. Thank you guys for coming and supporting. I appreciate that. Um, Happy birthday. (laughs) 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 Well, it's technically not my birthday yet, but thank you guys for coming out because I won't be here for my birthday. So so we're just going to get right into the fun facts. Kelly, start us off. My fun fact is it takes exactly 364 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Finally! Oh my god. Finally! (laughs) Finally, someone had the fucking time to sit there and just lick it until it gets to the center. Wow. Tyrell. Tongue action on fleek. Yep. Anyway, so for my fun fact, rhino's horns are made of hair. Yep. Rhino's horns are made of hair? 100%. What? Yeah. It's just like, it forms and it hardens over time, and that's like what makes so, it, but it's all hair. Wait, so do rhinos have really hard jaw locks? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> like, to the point where it could, like, penetrate you. Oh. I always, <laughs> I always thought that it was made of the same material that, like, your teeth is made out of. I forgot what the material is called. You're talking about, like, ivory? Ivory, yes, yeah. ivory. Oh, exactly. No, no. Yeah, no, that's elephant tusk. I mean... Oh, oh, yeah, elephant tusk. That's what I'm thinking about. This okay, isn't yeah. my Two fun time. facts. One podcast. Wait, three fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> this, isn't even, this, isn't, this isn't my fun fact, but going for yours. Uh-huh. Some people, I mean, that's why they're endangered for their tusk because people use that as an aphrodisiac the, the dust of the horn ah, yeah okay. yeah aphrodisiac out here yo get your aphrodisiacs <laughs> <laughs> we're not selling rhino horns yeah we're not we're not we're not selling rhino horns on this so not please. sponsoring animal cruelty no don't 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 report us to PETA please <laughs> so like the what my fun fact is approximately 2,500 left-handed people die every year as a result of using equipment designed for right-handed people (laughs) what (laughs) what that's ridiculous Oh my god, that's I believe it though. Yo, that just goes to show you can't fix stupid, man. It's not stupid, it's left-handedness. Why would you use right-handed designated equipment if okay, you're left-handed? Almost everything is designated for right-handed people. Alright, you know all my lefties. Oh my god. Alright, I'll go with my fun fact. Yeah, here. for Christmas, all my left-handed friends are getting left like left-handed equipment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for my fun fact, I'm going to go with cows moo with regional accents. That means that a cow from Jersey <laughs> could, could technically moo differently than a cow from, like, Pennsylvania, which gives me an <laughs> even more of a reason to hate Jersey. Are Jersey- <laughs> so are Jersey cows like Jersey Shore cows and, like, you know, douchey to other cows? Milk is here. <laughs> Moo. They just go, moo. 
<laughs> you might have said that in German. Oh, okay. <laughs> I apologize. Jeez. All right, so Nikki. Okay, so my fun fact is that much like my ex, starfish are one of the only animals without a brain or a heart. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> Sounds like Tyrell. Whoa! <laughs> buddy. <laughs> okay. I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow, that's a great fun fact. I love the way that you like correlated that with your eyes. <laughs> so he was a good guy? Question mark? Oh, man. Techno! <laughs> and guys, I also uh, have some exciting news. We have a sponsor. So, a round of applause. First sponsor! Thank you guys. This is all because of you for your support. I appreciate that. And of course, Kelly. Thank you so much, Kelly. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you guys. Um, but our sponsor is Scissorworks Hair Salon in Boothwin, Pennsylvania. They will handle all your hair and makeup needs for all of your false advertisement out there. Oh my god. <laughs> we need to we need to stop with this false advertisement thing. You have a vendetta against makeup. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Who hurt you? What makeup lady hurt you? <laughs> or guy? <laughs> I'm sorry guys. <laughs> I'm not a bad person, I promise you. I'm just only bad people have to say I'm not okay. a bad person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's false advertiser right there. But they will handle all your hair and makeup needs. Uh, they do weddings and special events. So check them out if you're in the area. Boothwin, Pennsylvania. Scissorworks Hair Salon. Thank you, guys. Much appreciated. Um, now, Kevin's got something uh, interesting to share with you guys today. Kevin, why don't you tell the listeners? Well, I'm going to start off with one thing. You know who you are. You know what you said. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Okay, ready for the tea? I'm just, go. No, we're no tea. No tea. They mm. just know. Pops I'm just room. letting them know that I know. Okay. And <laughs> no. Then I also got something to tell you guys. Oh. So, okay. Great. I almost got hit by a car the other day. What? Yeah. <laughs> you almost um, got hit by a car? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I was walking. I was crossing the street. I had the right away and the car turning. Then I have his signals. Almost hit me. Going real fast. And then the car behind him hit him. So the car lurched forward. So there was a car accident. So you can say I was stopping traffic. Wow. Almost got your tuition paid for it. Almost, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, but not quite. <laughs> non existent to it. He's not a student anymore. He graduated. He just hangs out on campus. Well, I'm a student. Okay, okay, okay. Never got sick of this. So, Nikki's going home now. <laughs> Bye, Nikki. <laughs> oh, man. And my third thing that I wanted to let you guys know. Um, based off of the last podcast, we're not supposed to say prostitutes anymore. It's sex workers. And I think that leads us to our first topic. Are we woke or are we too sensitive in today's society? Mm. Topic number one is a very interesting discussion. Kelly, what do you have to say about this? I think that society is way too sensitive. Yes. Why? You can't say anything without getting hate for it. I understand that completely. I agree 100%. You can't say anything nowadays without getting all the hate from all types of people. And I'll get in I'll get in more detail what do you mean in a by second. All types of people. Well, I mean, no that's kidding. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Exhibit A. Exhibit A right there. <laughs> Tyro. Um, so I'm going to have to disagree. I think that we're definitely more woke 
been sensitive. I think obviously there's, you know, there's always two sides of the story. There's always people that are super left or super right, but I think it's healthy the way we are in today's society. I think it's more acceptable for people to be who they are. So I think it's dope. Okay. Interesting. Kevin? Oof. I I have to disagree a little bit. I agree up to a certain extent. Like there's a lot of great things that I like have been coming out lately. Um, because of the wokeness, I guess. Like, you know, things like the whole Me Too movement. These are you know, pretty broad things that are being brought into light that we all knew existed, but no one talked about. So I do agree with that. But I'm not a real big fan of censoring myself, censoring a lot of the things I have. If it's an opinion, I could be wrong, but it's an opinion at the end of the day. So relax. Okay, very good. Um, I have to agree with Kelly. We live in a very sensitive time. I do agree that to an extent, a lot of us are more woke now. Because there's always been things in plain sight that nobody has wanted to acknowledge or accept the fact that this is a real thing. Like, this is happening on an everyday basis, and it's affecting you and me. And certain things that people can say can be taken multiple ways, but it's not always said in an offensive way. Like, some, like people forget how to take a joke. You know what I mean? Like, there are certain things that you shouldn't be joking about. I understand that. But at the same time, you should be able to, like, differentiate when someone's just telling a joke and they're not being serious and when they're actually trying to hurt someone. Because that keeps a lot of people from saying some pretty great things or speaking their mind because they're afraid of hurting other people's feelings. And honestly, fuck your feelings. (laughs) I kind of agree a lot with what you're saying. I think because we are so woke as a society and we're well aware of the problems and things that are going on, that everything shouldn't be taken so seriously. We know that when we're talking to people, most of the time they aren't meaning harm. So you shouldn't feel like you have to censor everything you say. Like we all said, we're all woke. We don't have to feel like we're the bad guys. Uh, May may I speak? So um, one thing I will say uh, to Mike and Nikki, to their point, is that, yes, I get it. You know, I want to make a joke. It's not like that. Why can't you just tell the difference? I think one thing that we need to understand is, like, there's definitely an impact versus intent type of situation that's going on there where, you know, you're intending to be funny or you want to make a joke or, you know, that's just, like, how you're speaking. But the impact that you're causing is that initial harm. I think that because we're in today's society, we get the chance to have that discussion about why that's a thing. And I think that that doesn't necessarily make it like overly sensitive, but just being able to like build the dialogue on like how we can do better, per se. So is it fair to say that it's not what you say, a lot of it is also how you say it and how you approach a topic or a discussion? Very much so. It goes into not just like what you're saying, but your nonverbals. Um, the tone in which you're saying it, so on and so forth. I think a lot of that at times for can be like a little uncomfortable for the person who may have been in the situation of making someone else feel uncomfortable. And that's natural. I mean, that's a part of like the whole like becoming more woke is just being aware of those situations. Like, wow, I didn't even know that my words could have had that type of impact. But being able to have that conversation is something that's nece- like that's healthy, in my opinion. May I speak? So my, you may speak. I, I think, like, I get what you're saying, and I, you know, I agree with you. We've had this discussion before, and I agree with the part of being woke. But like, some people just need to mind your business because I think if I'm in a public setting where I'm talking to my friends, and I'm sorry if it triggers you, but that's not on me. You were listening on my conversation and stuff. And like, for example, like today's society, we have a lot of like bad jokes that are kind of dark humored where it's like, like for example, like me saying like, oh, I want to die, but then I might be triggering someone else who's been around like the whole suicide issue or something like that. Now they're triggered because I said a joke to you that had nothing to do with them. It's the same thing like when you see someone that's like 
breastfeeding or something like you're the one in their space you're the one looking at them that's on you don't look like you know what i mean some people have problems with like seeing shit that they see but it's things that are in a public setting it's not that's on you like you heard me say it i didn't say it to you yeah i mean and and to your point i get that I think that, again, just like I said before, just being able to open up the dialogue to have those conversations about why this may have taken place, not necessarily saying that, like, my opinion is right because I was offended, you need to, like, amend that or anything like that, but just being able to have the dialogue of just being like, hey, like, this is, like, what I perceived your actions or your words to have been, and then at that point, it's up to you as a person to determine, like, how you're going to take that information moving forward, but I think the fact that we even had the conversation in the first place is... Healthy. See, but I, I get it, but it depends on the setting that we're in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're here. We can have this dialogue. If you catch me on the bus with some, let's have a dialogue type shit, I'll be like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're right there. Like, we're not going to stop and talk about it. Well, like, yeah, no, there's, day. yeah, of course. And, like, there's extremes to every situation. Yeah. I'm just saying in general and based off of, like, the topic at hand, I don't think it's necessarily, like, an oversensitivity as much as just, like, let's just, ha- like, how can we move forward and become better? Because we've done a lot. We've made, obviously, a lot of progress over the course of history to the point where we're at in 2019 like we like in my opinion why not keep going yeah but there are certain things that are still like jokes and i'm still gonna like say it as a joke and whether we have this discussion you're not gonna change my mind because i know how i feel and i like have much respect for these things it was a joke you know like i i know the difference between like let's say making like i want to die joke and making like fun of rape like there's you know what i mean that's an extreme where i like you're crossing a line probably when you're saying things like that versus like if i'm like i have a lot of work i want to die like that's we shouldn't have to talk about suicide because i don't actually want to die yeah okay may i speak kelly so i have to agree half with each of kevin and tyrell because um i only half (laughs) (laughs) i think it depends on the topic at hand but also like like Tyrell said, we have made a lot of progress. A lot of times people make jokes to lighten the situation. Yes. That's like a big thing because like I'm a person who makes jokes when I'm uncomfortable and I do it to like kind of lighten the situation. Like I don't dwell on like the sadness. Like I try to make light of it as much as I can, but it, at the same time, it depends on the topic. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like sometimes those jokes might offend the wrong people because we live in the era of political correctness. Political correctness is so important to so many people. Fuck political correctness. <laughs> Honestly. I like, am not politically correct. <laughs> like, and I'll, I'll quote... I'll talk about, like, some of my favorite comedians, you know, Dave Chappelle, George Carlin. They reiterate that all the time, especially Dave Chappelle right now. I don't know if you guys have seen that recent um, comedy special that he put out. it was so funny. It was hilarious. I think it was great. (laughs) But a lot of people think that it was awful because of the things that he says. But they forget that he's a comedian. He's making jokes, and he says it himself. If I make fun of you... It's because I see myself in you. Like, I would never say this seriously towards someone to offend them. I just think it's funny. You know what I mean? It's it's comedy. And the same with George Carlin when he was talking about political correctness and how we have to be so polite towards a certain demographic because their feelings are getting hurt if we say certain things that they don't want to hear. And I get it, but at the same time, it's a joke. Like, or we're not, nobody's trying to actually hurt you. There are people that are trying to 
you know, hurt you and say hurtful things to you, but know the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not everybody wants, not everybody's out to get you <clears throat> and not everybody's out to discriminate against you and, and hurt your feelings. Just but at the same time, like, should you be letting these people get to you that bad? You should, even the people that are trying to hurt you, be able to laugh it off and be like, haha, fuck you. I'm going to live my life the way that I want to anyway. Exactly. But I mean, in a perfect world, that'd be the case, but it's not because. I mean, if you go to a comedy show, like how you're saying, like, he's going to say what he's going to say. Like, you already expected going in like you don't have to know what he's going to talk about that day but you know that he's going to bring these kind of situations up so is that something that offends you that's on you exactly you chose to pay your ticket to go there and listen to it or watch it on netflix you still chose yeah exactly you chose to watch that and like he said i will say it exactly the way he said it i do not feel bad about anything i say on this podcast so if any of you guys are offended i'm sorry but fuck your feelings (laughs) (laughs) but with that being said I'm not trying to offend anyone. I love all you guys, everybody listening. I'm if you know me, you know that I am not that type of person. So I'm I'm just making jokes. May I speak? You yes, Kelly. So I'm gonna piggyback off what you said because I know last episode you got a lot of hate for it. And like I bust on you, but like I don't take it seriously. Like yeah, I'm gonna live my life how I want to. Like what you say doesn't affect me at the same time, but like say what you wanna say because you have that right. Exactly. And and you know me well enough to know that I would never say those things seriously towards someone trying to down them. Like, I'm all about positivity. I'm a very positive person and spreading love and, you know, stuff like that. Like, I, I don't advocate that. But if I think it's funny, I'm going to say, say it because my sense of humor is kind of fucked up. I don't care. But that's the things that I find funny. So if you don't find it funny, like, that's on you. But... I have the right to say and, and speak what I want, you know, and if it's offensive, I won't say it because I think I'm going to hurt someone, but I also should be able to say it because I'm not seriously trying to offend you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can get into the whole, like, you know, freedom of speech topic and go on and on for days about that whole thing. So, like, I get your perspective. I think one thing that we can all kind of agree on is that it's not necessarily that we're trying to use the podcast to change the times and just, like, figure out, like, like, where's that happy medium? It's just like something Why that we can changing the times. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Please shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. so, um, I think one thing that we can uh, come to an agreement on is like, yes, there are you know opposing sides, but overall, um, at least from my pers- perspective, I think that while there are times where we can be on the extremes of both sides of, you know, when is it too far when we're being too sensitive or too offended by certain topics. But then again, like I said before, there are other times when, yeah, we need to have these dialogues and these conversations because we wouldn't be here as a society if it weren't for the fact that we were having these conversations and that people weren't like we're ready to stand up for, you know, different causes and stuff like that. Like, I think a lot of times like we get into like like, we had, like, an interesting topic before we even started the podcast where we were talking about, like, oh, like, what generation would you love to grow up in and stuff like that. Or just, like, oh, like, I'd love to go back to, like, the 80s and 90s. Like, or, like, I could really see myself, like, enjoying, like, the roaring 20s or something like that. But, like, 100%. I, w- I, I want to go back to whenever political correctness was not a big fucking deal. Oh, and my God. Everybody dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> no, but, like, everybody... 1999. <laughs> Get out of my face. But, no, like, I think... That regardless of like going back to those times, I think it's cool because of certain like some of the things that it highlighted. But I think that another part of it too is that like being in this time, like where we are right now as adults, is a really dope time to be in America. Just for the simple fact that like that's on it really is though, bro. Because like we're in the generation of a time where it's like literally socially acceptable to start your own movements and start leading the change, and that it actually like picks up some 
like some momentum like you can actually like do something and make a difference in today's society whereas like in the past like most of those time most of those things would have been shut down from jump street because of your race because of your however you identify or the things that you love or because you're a woman or whatever but like that's not a thing in today's society like regardless of like all the other bullshit that's going on in our society this is a really good time to be in America because this gives you the opportunity to literally do what you need to do to get your point across and just, you know, again, express yourself. Yeah, 100%. And like I said, we just we just live in a very I think we live in a sensitive time in terms of what you can say and make sure you don't say it around the wrong people. Like I understand there's certain things that you should keep to yourself because some people are very sensitive to certain traumatizing events like for example like if something happened to you when you were a child or whenever that stuck with you that was really traumatizing i could understand where you get offended by hearing somebody talk about that but at the same time back to that point if that person wasn't talking to you stay out of it mind your own business it's not he wasn't trying to offend you it's not his fault or her fault that that stuff happened to you so he shouldn't have to he or she should not have to feel sorry for that wait i'll say two so real quick just to go Mm -hmm. on what mike was saying i'll say to a certain extent i think again it goes back to what kelly was saying it depends on what the topic is because if i have the chance in that moment to be an advocate for somebody else and to kind of stop the behavior if it is indeed harmful if it's harmful if it is indeed harmful and I have the chance to be an advocate and be like, hey, listen, like, that's not cool. You should really use this type of dialogue or that's really not something that we should be joking about anymore. Like, come on. Something like that. If I have the opportunity to say something in those moments, then, yeah, like, I'm going to say something because, again, it's starting that whole process of just like we've been in those times when like different people like experiencing oppression and stuff like that. And I'm not just speaking about black people because I'm black, but like people in general were seeing different oppression based off of like whatever their population was or however they identified or so on and so forth. So yeah, like if I experience something that's harmful in nature in public, regardless of if I'm in the topic or not, or the conversation or not, at that point, it's like kind of like, at least for me, my responsibility is to like at that point, educate. Wait, I I have one thing to say to that. Because like, for example, like with the whole going off of what you were saying with the dialogue, like this is a platform where we can use that dialogue. So we're having this discussion and stuff. Right. And I think this works out very well in here. But like I was saying, for example, you know, put yourself in your shoes where like I take a lot of public transportation. So you have me sitting, let's say, at the train station and I'm joking around, let's say, with Mike. And I'm like, like I said, if I'm being outwardly, like, for example, racist in this case, like call me out because I need to be educated on something. If I'm being if I'm coming at someone else that's there, like, look at this motherfucker, like, look at this, da 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 da, then yeah, call me out. Be like, listen, use that. But if I'm sitting there with Mike and I'm like, like going back to the whole, bro, like I had a long week. I'm, I just feel like I can, I accept death right now, for example. Like, and you come up to, you know, tell me about suicide and, and all this other stuff. Like, get out of my face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not a situation where that's, that was clearly a joke. I wasn't harming anyone with that comment. But some people will take it as such. And most importantly, you weren't talking to that person. You weren't trying to attack that person. So, yeah, like, there are certain things that you shouldn't talk about so publicly because you don't know who's listening. But also, like, while I'm talking about it, if I'm talking to Kevin about, oh, like, oh, I feel so crappy after this week and I just want to die. And then somebody comes up to me and says, hey, like, that's not okay to say. Like, my brother committed suicide, this, that, and the third. I'm like, well, I wasn't talking to you and I'm sorry that that happened to you, but I have nothing to do with that. So you don't have the right to attack me for saying this because I wasn't even speaking to you in the first place. That's the other thing. I think people are... 
willing to attack other people for the way they think about stuff and that's a big problem because like you might be right about what movements you're aware of and like you know things that you want to fight for and I get that but sometimes you're attacking the wrong people that have nothing to do with the cause that you're fighting for closing remark at least for from me again it just goes back to impact versus intent you may have intended for it to be a joke just between the two of you, but again, just not knowing who it's necessarily affecting in a public setting. I mean, whatever you do behind a closed door as far as like your conversation topics is what it is, but at least in a public setting, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to censor yourself a little bit for the sake of just making sure that we're being like basic human de- like decency. Well, definitely. I mean, it just depends on what you're talking about, yeah. you know? Because like I said, there's certain things that you just should not be saying publicly like loud because you don't know who's listening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, closing remarks for me, like, you know, you spend a long time with me. You know me enough that to know that with a lot of causes, like, I will have discussions with you. And, like, you know where I stand with a lot of topics. But you also know that when I joke, I joke pretty heavily. So, like, at the same time, it's, like, one of those things where it's just, like, if I'm joking, that's not how I feel. And you know that. You know what I mean? So, it's just, like, one of those things, like, is other people not knowing who I am? trying to tell me like this is how you should think about the situations when I already think about the situations the way I do it was a joke okay 100% Kelly I have to agree again half with Tyrell half with Kevin I think we have to censor ourselves in public settings depending on the topic because if someone says something that like could be offensive to a particular group or person I'll call them out because like in that sense it shouldn't be said in a public setting but like whatever you do behind closed doors like that's on you like you shouldn't have to censor yourself when you're like in a private setting um but with kevin like at the same time like i think i talk like i say on a daily basis like i want to die just because of like my stress but like i'm fine let's talk about suicide no (laughs) see yeah like that's the point like i don't want to talk about it because like i like at the same time like it's not your business 100%. Yeah, and for my closing thoughts, I just think that we live in a very politically correct, sensitive time, and people's feelings get hurt way too easily, and you can't really do much about that because it's just the the time that we live in, and it's constantly evolving and changing. So, you know, there are those people that know how to take jokes and know how to joke around and know that what the person is saying is not being said maliciously maliciously to be offensive towards them. But there are those groups of people that you can't say anything around them because they will get offended and triggered by whatever you say. The smallest thing. Nikki, any closing remarks? I think my closing thoughts are just not to take life so seriously. We're all here as human beings. We make mistakes. Sometimes we say things insensitive, even though we know better. And that we're here to educate each other and use those opportunities to have discussions. Absolutely. Guys, live and let live. Live and let live. <laughs> All right, guys. So. <laughs> All right, guys. So. Uh, but it's true. <laughs> so just going back to everything we talked about, um, some of us agreed, some of us disagreed. Uh, I wouldn't say that there was really a majority or a minority group here. No pun intended. But. You're calling me a minority group? <laughs> but. Like we said, sensitive time, yes, but watch what you say around certain people because you don't know what that person went through. But at the same time, if I'm not talking to you, mind your business because whatever I'm saying, I'm not saying to... Get out my face. <laughs> I'm not saying... Whatever I'm saying, I'm not saying with the intent to disrespect or harm anybody. 
So, with that being said, our second topic is one that I think most of us can relate to that have been in relationships. And this is, are long-distance relationships possible? Can they work? Will they work? Or will they just crumble? Now, I think that yes and no. Now, this is why I think yes and no. I think that long-distance relationships, because I've been in one, I think they can work if you put the effort and the time into it. But also, there are some people that don't understand that the other person has a life, and they have a job, and they have things that they need to do. So they can't always be up your ass and let, like reassuring you, letting you know that everything is fine, that everything is going okay, and coming to visit you. Because we all have our lives, and we have jobs, and we go to school, and people have to take into consideration that you can't always be there for the person that you're with because you have things that you need to do as well to be able to make the relationship even better when you see each other. So I May think- I speak? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yes, you okay. So I think that it will not work without a certain level of trust, a certain level, level of maturity. And I think the most important thing would be knowing an end an end goal. Like, are you just going to be in a relationship, a long distance relationship forever? Or do you have a plan of at the end of the year, we're going to come together? I think it takes a lot of effort knowing you're not going to see that person every day or every other day where you could just get up and go to the movies or go to dinner the way you would in a normal relationship. It takes that effort to be able to designate a weekend or designate a certain day of the week where you're going to see that person and make time for them or an hour during the day where you're going to make time to speak to them. Because at the end of the day, a long distance relationship is still a relationship. You should be still feeling like you have a significant other. 100%. I agree. <laughs> so I think that a lot of times um, we often lean in between, like on the in between. Sometimes it's like, uh, yes, kind of, not, I don't know, maybe. Um, and like I, I'm kind of there on this topic too, but I'm leaning more towards the no side of it. Um, I think it depends on the like where you are in life in general. Like if this is one of those like just graduated high school, I'm going to school down south. You're staying in like the, the northeast you should probably chalk that relationship <laughs> just saying because at that point you guys are both young you're about to get into college you i don't really know that you're ready for that um and maybe you are and you know obviously there are some extenuating circumstances and people who beat the odds but i'm letting you know that the odds are greatly stacked against you would just like to mention um there was a study recently conducted with millennials and things like that now that there's actually a 58 percent chance that your long distance relationship will work so technically it's kind of just a coin toss it's kind of leaning towards 50 50. that's just because we can't afford to go out with people anymore <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just me, but... 58, 58%, if you were in a casino, you have fantastic odds, so roll that dice. <laughs> All I'm saying is, like, my stand is, like, no, 100%, but there's one exception. You mentioned it, but in the words of my friend Asti, because um, I did talk to her about this, I think you need to have that end goal where, yes, we're meeting up or something. If that's not in your conversation and not only your conversation but in your actions too like you are saving up you are looking for things to do um where you're gonna live like what's going on without those things it's not gonna work because for the most part you're either gonna get tired of meeting talking to each other you're gonna meet someone who's actually physically there and 
like you guys said, like I don't know how you guys feel, but I don't like being like with someone up my ass. Like yes, like taking the time to have an hour and stuff. Yeah, that works out and stuff. But like there are not there's some people that aren't like that that they're just constantly like texting and they expect a reply back and things like that. And sometimes that's possible, but sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's not even about me working or anything. I just need a little bit of personal space. And being on my phone is not something that I like to do a lot. Yeah, I agree, 100%. So I think it can go in either way. It depends on the relationship. It depends on the people in the relationship. Like Nikki said, like maturity and trust like has to be there. Um, my parents did it because my dad was in the military, and like it depends on that type of situation. Like, is he in the military or is she? Are they in the military? Um, does one live down south? Did they get a job? Like, do you plan on going with them? Um, I think it really depends if there is that angle. But see, like with the military, with what you said, like that goes off of saying that they had a plan that. A, he probably wasn't going to be in the military forever. And even if he was, you know, they do offer for you to, like, with people that you're married, live together and all that kind of stuff later down the road. So, like, your end goal there is to be with that person. Your end goal isn't for it to be um, long distance forever. You know what I mean? There is going to be a space in the relationship. For, for the most part, you're going to see each other again. Whereas, like, some people, that's where, like, catfishing comes into where, like, you meet someone online or something, you never meet them in person. Like that's uh, another branch wow. we could we could get that's into a that whole oh, other type of right. long distance relationship. Hundred percent. We don't have I to get like into that's it. That's craziness. People who catfish and it's like I live in PA and you live all the way in California. We've never met. We've never touched. We never kissed. But it's like. Oh, we're in this long committed relationship. Like, no, you're not. I mean, you're if you're the one doing the catfishing, you're kind of a pussy in my eyes. That's how I see it. <laughs> like, just be straight up and you know, be honest with yourself. Because for the most part, you're gonna end up hurting yourself. You're never gonna you're gonna long for that person to be there. And I know that the most people that do it is because they want that affection. You know what I mean? They want someone to they want to feel loved. And I get that. But you know, you need to be upfront. Like, people aren't going to like you. They're liking that persona you created. You're fake. May I fake speak, my good sir? Yeah. May I speak? <laughs> we're, we're not doing accents anymore. That's like, <laughs> May I speak? Well, I'd like to say that. Michael has joined us. <laughs> I'd like to say a few things about long-distance relationships as well. I was in one for a while, and it was very hard, especially the first summer when we both went away from college and... She was very far away from me, and I was also on the other side of the, of the state. It was very hard, but it's not impossible because we had that end goal. You know, we're going to get back to school. We're going to see each other every two weeks. It was just really hard because you always look for that reassurance from your partner. One person is going to be doing that. Like it's very, it's very rare that no one looks for reassurance in the relationship when it's long distance. Like you want to be told that you're missed. You want to be told that that person can't wait to see you. Stuff like that. You know, it feels good. It makes you feel good, and it makes it easier. But that's not always the case in some relationships because some people, not everybody's created the same, and some people just aren't like that. They're just okay with knowing that the person's there and that they're going to see them eventually. So they don't need that constant reassurance. Now, another thing about long-distance relationships is that that shit is kind of scary because I've seen some grimy shit go down with some of these people. Like, male and female, like, having that their boyfriend or girlfriend lives this distance away and they're out here doing what they want to do and doing that person dirty that is a terrifying thought but it also goes back to the whole maturity and security thing like if you're insecure and you're not mature enough to be in a long distance relationship then it's really not going to work so i was going to ask you guys um do you think it's possible to be in a long distance relationship and not have any incident of cheating um 
I want to answer oh. that one real quick. Ooh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes. Yes. I think yes because I've been in a long distance relationship myself and it lasted for about like two and a half years. But I think yes in high school. <laughs> I was I was 14 to like 16, 17. I don't know. But and that shit worked out because we both didn't have all those kind of like things to get in our way, you know what I mean? We were happy with each other and everything, but like once we, like real life kicks in where you both have jobs, you both have these things, if you're not moving towards that end goal and you're just like meeting someone and it's gonna be long distance, like in all the cases that you guys kind of talked about, you mentioned like, you know, military, seeing each other in college, like just being away for a summer, like I don't consider that to be too much um, of a long distance relationship. I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, they're out of state, like, you know what I mean? Like anything like that where you don't, have the possibility of just gonna go see them whenever you want that's like long distance so no um i don't trust you yeah no honestly, <laughs> this, this, when it comes to like this topic and even just long distance relationships in general without even the whole like the spin that we just put on it as far as like can you go without cheating i like i i just really don't think regardless of like what the statistics might say like in my experience just like people like people that like like friends that i've had and things like that like it just it's not a thing like you'll go away and then like unless you're you're like military like military is probably the only long distance relationships that i've actually seen work like any time that there's any other type of distance and stuff like that it's like i got my girlfriend that goes to school with me and i got my girlfriend from back home like it's not it's just not a thing like it's just i'm sorry but long distance relationship is very tough but even with the military some people are still well yeah but and that's and that's even more to my point like i really just don't think it's a thing because like the majority of time that i've seen it is just people are just like relatively grimy like it's just like it's, it takes a different breed of human See, to, I like, think, be in a long-distance relationship. Like, if you're... Like, there's a difference between, like, Kakarot and there's a okay. difference between, like, Super Saiyan God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Super Saiyan God is, like, long-distance relationships. And then, like, Kakarot from Dragon Ball is, like, yeah, so... Listen, I think you, you just need to stop. You are stop. such a fucking dork. Um, right, you completely lost me. I'm like, wait, what? No. <laughs> He's talking about an- anime, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. You never heard of Dragon Ball Z? I have, but I don't know nothing about it. Well, that whole example, I was just like, he wait, what? He'll teach you all about it later. Either way, that was a really good analogy. For, for those all who my got people, it. Yeah, for those who got it, y'all know what I'm if talking you know, about. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yes, Kelly. See, I don't have much of expertise because I've been in the same relationship for five years almost but like we've been together like we went to high school together we, we came to college together we're from the same town but I think it depends on the couple like I think you can go without cheating I think a lot of times because I've seen it personally we're long distance like they give them that hall pass which I think is bullshit you're either together or you're not Read. may I speak Wait. may I speak okay that is bullshit if someone talks about a hall pass that bitch or that dude is not faithful. Go find somebody else that's worth your time. Because that shit is bullshit. That shit don't work. I don't care what anybody says. Hall passes. Well, there is an exception, actually. What? Now that I'm collecting Wait, my wow. thoughts. Who are you? <laughs> Wait a second. Because there is such a thing as open relationships, which is a completely different topic that we don't have to get well, in. But if you're not... If that doesn't work. We've tried... I've tried that. And um, in the end, you end up getting too jealous where one person's fine with the circumstances you set 
and the other person in the end is not, and it leads to nothing good. See, we can wait. get in, we can get into that, but that's a whole different topic for a different day. Listen, I think I like we don't have to get into it, but I do think that polyamorous relationships do work, just because it just takes a kind of person, and you can't be the jealous type. You can't be that way with them, and I think also both people need to. Be able to get fair play. I can't tell you how many times this man has tried to push an open relationship on me. He's like, Mike, why don't you just try it? Like, you might like it. No, Kevin, why don't you just fucking try it? Mike, Mike, if you don't want me to put your business out there, just shut up. Because there's a reason why I brought it up. (laughs) Kermit the Frog, what are you doing here? Say something. I apologize for speaking. You may speak. I'm gonna move on before. <laughs> I will. I will literally end you. <laughs> Continue. Not, not with that knee. Oh, <laughs> knee jokes. For you guys that don't know, I tore my ACL and meniscus. I'm currently in a brace, and he just hit me with a knee joke. And guess what? I'm not offended because I'm not a sensitive motherfucker. Oh my <laughs> god! I offended five people ACLs. <laughs> It all goes back, guys. I deeply apologize if you've ever torn your ACL. I, I will be that advocate for you. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Kevin, continue speaking as to what you were saying about polygamy. I mean, it, it works. It just I think some people don't have that capacity. And, like, you need to be both open to what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's actually, like, even, like, famous relationships um, with, like, uh, I forget her last name, but, like, Simone and John Paul Sartre. Like, they've written books about their polyamorous lifestyles and stuff. And something that I found kind of cringy because I would never do this if I were in a poly- uh, polygamous relationship is they used to sit around and talk about their conquerors or whatever. Their experience. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think it's better to have an open policy or don't ask, don't tell? I think it's better for open policy. It's just you need to be the right person to be okay to hear those things. And in those cases, I think some people that are in those relationships that do work, that do talk about it, it's kind of a turn on for them to hear about what you did outside of the circle that you two have. Again, I'm gonna go back to my original analogy. There's a difference between the Krillins of the world who are who are good with their regular relationships and the Brolies of the world who are just straight demons <laughs> when it comes to doing this open relationship thing. It's not like, no. No. So we're changing the name of this podcast to May I Speak Dragon Ball Z? (laughs) That'd be amazing. Uh, Kakarot. Oh my god. (laughs) No, but like, in all seriousness, like, it takes like a different breed of person to do the long distance relationship thing the same way it does with an open relationship. Like, just, I couldn't imagine doing it myself, but I know that there are people out there that can do it. For you that can do it, amazing. Your power level is clearly well over 9,000. Oh my. But... (laughs) For the rest of us, whose power levels have not surpassed that amount, I'm just letting you know it's not a possible thing. Like whether you're ta- even if you're talking about it or open about it, I think like if it were me personally, don't tell me about it. I know that we have an open relationship, and you're probably getting like all the play in the world, and I'm fine just imagining that in and of itself. I don't need to actually hear about just like oh yeah, and then yesterday like oh yeah, I love that we went out to dinner, and then afterwards I got my ass pounded for like, two hours. <laughs> I'm like oh my god, but it wasn't me. Let's <laughs> see, that's an insecurity issue all around. Whether it's long distance, that's a big killer for. Do you agree? Like, you know what I mean? If you're in a 
uh, open relationship and someone's just constantly insecure, constantly jealous, it ruins the relationship. But you can have those same people right next to you. You know, you don't need it to be long distance. You don't need to be with five people. If you are that jealous, you do not need to have more than that one person to deal with the jealousy issue. But if we're talking about polygamy here, baby, keep it to yourself. I don't want to know. <laughs> I always feel like a long distance relationship would work better with polygamy. Because at the end of the day, like, let's be real. We all have our needs. We all need certain things. At the end of the day, we need love. We need affection. And maybe if that person's not there to give it to you, I feel like it works better with an open relationship. Some people will say they have toys now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in Castaway, my man really grew an affection for an inanimate object so like in that aspect of it like get like find something else but like it's only me find your wilson ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> kelly you need to say something because you look like you're gathering your thoughts right now i don't really have anything to say because i don't have experience so like i just have my opinion but i've never had the experience so has everybody else been in long distance relationships i have i would say throughout there were points of it where it did get long distance whether um it was like her being in college or um, I coached over the summer and I left literally without my phone for about like a month. Um, so at that point, it was kind of like there were there were instances of long distance. So like I've had experiences that way. And again, it goes back to the maturity thing, having an end goal and stuff like that. So like in those aspects, it worked. But at least for my experience, the long distance part of it was always like short lived. Like it was like, OK, I, I'm going to be long distance from you for about a month or a semester or something like that where it wasn't so strenuous where it's just like yeah like I'm gonna leave for the next like three years and like we'll meet up eventually or like we met over the internet and it's like one day hopefully we'll meet and like years go by and like oh my god I just made you feel well like, you also had I've the never... security too like you well, knew yeah, that like when it... you didn't have your phone that you were gonna come back and that she was there because you had something that you guys built on before you even went away well, you know well yeah and like that's the thing like I mean everybody in this room has touched on that point exactly if you have that establishment and that foundation and stuff like that then yes like it works like you have that understanding but still like not a wild majority of the time like it's just not it's just not a thing especially like if you're planning for it to just be like hey like I'm just I'm gonna go like are you coming with me and the answer is no then it's like you need to take that moment to evaluate your relationship can you withstand it is your power level well over 9,000? If not, just <laughs> quit while you're ahead. Can you fucking stop geeking out on Dragon Ball Z? I'm sorry. Did I you just, just watch like so a couple much. episodes or something? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, I've been playing this app on my phone. Oh my god. <laughs> we are not promoting an app on your phone. Oh, sorry. we are I'm not, gonna say not which promoting app? his addiction either I'm to not... video games. But okay, if Dragon first Ball Z wants to sponsor or something, you know. Oh, yeah. Always no. open to sponsors. There are some <laughs> listeners that know exactly what app I'm talking about, so feel free to like hit us in the comment section with the app that I'm talking about. But just letting y'all know, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, if Amazing. you sponsor us, he will die. No, I've offended no, more no, people. No, I'll, 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 I'll literally ascend. <laughs> May I speak? Honestly, like going back to that whole online dating thing, I can't imagine meeting someone online and saying that I'm in a relationship with them and never seeing them. That scares the shit out of me. You imagine, like, Kevin, you meet some girl online, and when it's you meet... It's really him. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually me. No, like, you meet this girl. It's you? No. <laughs> it's, this, it's this super hot girl. It's this super hot girl, and, like, she looks exactly the way she looks in her photos. And then she just pulls out a dick bigger than yours. <laughs> like, what would but you she do? she looks like the photos? No, I'm just joking. 
How comfortable are you with your sexuality at that point? Like, I'm comfortable enough to know that I'm not going to do anything and it's not going to happen, but I think I'm mature enough to be like, listen, like, this is not what was advertised according to Mike. False <laughs> advertisement. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, but I would, like, I mean, that's a relationship ender. Like, that's it. You got a pee-pee. Like, we're out. Like, <laughs> you said you got a pee-pee. <laughs> like, what about the brown winter? What do you mean? What about the brown winter? <laughs> if you have, there's other things like you. If you were really attracted to somebody and you fell head over heels in love with them, and you found out they were not a female, you wouldn't try other sexual things because you were all of a sudden you don't love this person. Oh, the thing is, shit. the thing is, this goes back to what I was saying. I'm in love not with that person, but the persona they've created for me. If this was something that we had talked about before upon meeting them, like if I noticed that they have a penis, it happened because we were about to get it on. Like this didn't, you know, they're not gonna obviously meet me for the first time and be like, hey, I got a dick. But like, you know what I mean? Like we had time to discuss this. You know what I mean? You're sitting like, in, you're like, sitting like, this is the equivalent of you lied to, you know what I mean? Like you're sitting in Starbucks and she's just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Whips that shit out. Like, at this point, you've lied to me about who you are as a person. And, you know, if you lied about that, what else do I know that you haven't lied about? Like, you know what I mean? I can't trust you after yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. So it's not that I fell in love with this person and fell out of love. If anything, I'm hurt by it because I did fall in love with this persona that so doesn't exist. So it's a dick a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. <laughs> a penis because is definitely a deal breaker. I'm oh. sorry. Okay. We are we are wildly off topic, but I'll just say like one thing to this though too. It's like who's to say that like they have to necessarily like disclose to you. Like I get it, but like that might just be a comfortable thing. Like you know what I mean? Like maybe not like even if it doesn't happen on like the first date. Like maybe the first date goes well, and then like for them it's like that internal turmoil of just being like, okay, maybe I need to like own my shit and just like kind of like tell them so like yes after a but certain that's not what she okay, asked but me. even she's <laughs> you guys brought up that they showed me their dick like we didn't have that's what i'm saying okay. if we had this discussion i don't know like i mean i think right now no but like i don't know that situation like do i care enough about this person that you know had the courage to even come out and tell me what's going on like it's you know it's weird it's the whole thing i, I can't even think about it right now <laughs> but like it's out there but that's more of a chance to see, like, I don't know what may come of it versus me saying straight up, no, hell no, fuck you, because you just whipped out your dick. I don't know. I think this is, like, this is, again, we're way off topic. It's super controversial. May I speak? Let's just not. May I speak? Okay, guys. We have branched off to a hundred different things from this topic, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and go with the closing remarks Wait, here. can I say one last thing? Go ahead. With everything I've said about long-distance relationships, if you have small bits of it in your actual relationships, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because it does make the heart grow fonder. I do believe that. I do believe that as well. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. But we talked about long-distance relationships, whether or not they work. We talked about a little bit of online dating and insecurity issues and maturity issues. But I think that we all agree long-distance relationships can indeed work. But it's all about the person, the level of maturity, the level of security, and the end game. What is the end game between you guys? Inevitability. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to podcast anymore. (laughs) All right, guys. Now, I want to ask you all a question. 
When you woke up this morning, what did you eat? What'd you have for breakfast? Did you have eggs, bacon, soup? Why do I say soup, Tyrell? Because cereal is a soup. The fuck? Um, okay, so that's our topic. Is cereal soup? May let's I get, speak? Let's get into it. Can we pull up the definition from dictionary.com of soup? I'm ready for this. A liquid food made by boiling or simmering meat, fish, or vegetables with various added ingredients. I don't think that's cereal. Boom, baby. No, Tyrell's face right now, he is so hurt by your definition. <laughs> He's confused. He is putting logic together. Before Tyrell speaks, I want to hear from Kelly. I agree with Tyrell. I didn't know. Oh, no. Enough, <laughs> Let's go, super cereal If soup is cold, does it make it not soup anymore? No, they have cold soups. Exactly. exactly. It's called a good But then also oatmeal is hot cereal. You wouldn't say oatmeal is soup. Yeah, it doesn't say hot soup on their label. I think it's more of a chowder if we're talking about. Oh my. So let's just, let, let's just like not even talk about that one. But All right, Tyrell, before I destroy you, go ahead and talk about what you got to say. All right, so 100% soup. Yeah. Like, change my mind. Okay, so change, change your mind. Mm-hmm. Cereal is 100% a soup because you would consider cold. There are such a thing as cold soups. They're called gazpachos. A soup. Which are amazing. Yeah, gazpachos are amazing. They're great. A cereal would be considered a, a gazpacho, which is a, a soup. Just saying. I like so cereal. I think the one thing that like a lot of people get like caught up on is like the whole like broth thing like oh like like soup is like in some type of like broth or liquid i think like you're thinking too small so are you considering milk cow gravy (laughs) don't honestly don't don't make don't make me (laughs) kevin 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 i swear don't make me more more woke than i already am okay like i'll really become the whole advocate for like for the cow for cow gravy so are you talking to the german cows or the Jersey cows. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, listen. What so I'm wait, saying. let me ask Go. you. Go so ahead. if you were like working after a long day, a long winter day, and your girlfriend called you or your wife called you and said, "It's been such a cold day. I'm gonna make you some soup. Like when you come home, there'll be soup ready for you. And there's some fucking frosted flakes and milk waiting for you to get home. Are you gonna be like, yeah, this is soup? Yeah, him. Yes. Yes, I'm gonna say thanks, baby. You're a fucking queen. Oh my. Because God. it is a soup. It might not be the soup that I wanted because it's cold outside. But it's still a soup nevertheless. Literally, I think a lot of people get stuck on, like, the whole broth thing. Like, it's like, oh, like, soup is in, like, some type of broth. But the whole point is that, like, it's in a liquid in general. It's literally milk. And then you add the other ingredients to it, whether it be Frosted Flakes or Cheerios or whatever your your cereal of choice is. It still constitute a soup. Kelly, Kelly, I need need some backup. Backup. Come on, partner. I have to agree with Harrell because... You can warm milk. So if you make a warm bowl of milk and put cereal on that, that's basically still soup. Mm-hmm. So May like, I speak? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to speak yeah. anyway. <laughs> All right. So if you put, let's say that you put, you know, beef, corn, carrots or whatever in a bowl with no broth, what would you call that? Mixed vegetables. Mixed vegetables. Okay. So what if I take a box of Cheerios and I put it in a bowl with no milk? What That's would you call just that? Cereal, but That's just cereal. That's just wait 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 wait. Gotta be a bowl wait, with milk. Wait wait what did you say? That's just what cereal. Exactly that my point. Because the milk's not. You don't eat just a bowl with no may, milk. May I speak? I've eaten Frosted Flakes with That's no milk, may, and may, that's still cereal. May I speak? Go may ahead. I speak? Okay. So I I love your point. I really do because. <laughs> 
it's, a, it's an alley oop for me. I'm gonna have to dunk the hell out of this shit. Go ahead. So you want to tell me that? Oh, because you just take the cereal, you add no milk to it. Is it still cereal? Yeah, it's still cereal because like the actual grain, the thing that you're eating, is still cereal. But when you add milk to it, it makes it a soup. The same way a fucking hot dog is just a hot dog when you have just the actual beef, but you put that shit in bread. No, it's wait. a yes. sandwich. Max, speak. <laughs> Listen, I was all about you with the hot dog thing. I can't agree with you on this one. It is not a soup. Like, it's cereal. It's something that it's labeled as cereal. When you put the milk, you still call it a cereal. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? It's never been... Why are cereal in one section and the soup cans in another section? Like, they're not even in the same aisle. Yeah, Oatmeal is in the same aisle as cereal. But soup is in the whole other section. Let me get after you real quick. Okay, because we're, like, you want to talk about, like, sections and all the other bullshit, whatever. Like, let me... I'm just... I'm going to body you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A pot pie. You have a hard crusted layer. You crack open the top of that bitch. What's in the middle? Vegetables. Right. And meat. And you would consider that what? A pot pie. It's okay. a pie. It's a it's fucking a, pie. Yeah, it's a pot pie. But in another way, if you took all the ingredients out and you put that into a bowl, what would you call it? If you took it out, it's a pot pie. No. <laughs> you took out all the insides of a pot pie and put it into a bowl, you would consider vegetables and gravy. Inside. Yeah, vegetables and gravy, which could be considered a soup or a stew. Okay, to my point, if you add things together and make them into different ingredients, do they make it something different? No, a pot pie, literally, if you open that bitch up, is a different All right, form of so a soup. is my hot so, cocoa a soup? Don't do you add it. marshmallows? If you, yeah. I add marshmallows, <laughs> is it a soup? Technically. Wait, say, say that again, Kelly, if you add what? Marshmallows. So if you add marshmallows, it makes hot chocolate a soup. Is that what you're fucking saying? It could be. It's a drink. It's a beverage. Okay. And you, okay. You can drink soup. You can drink tomato soup. So why the fuck can I drink my hot chocolate? I don't. No one drinks. <laughs> I, I want to see the motherfucker who puts their fucking tomato soup in a fucking cup because you're a psychopath. It has like no. It comes in a cup from Campbell's yeah. that you can, with the topping. Wait, you still eat oh, it with the. Oh shit. Okay. Nikki just okay, switched wait, sides. Wait, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That's a to go. Get right. <laughs> I'm talking about Get the right. motherfucker who makes it from scratch and then pours it in the thing because those um cereal things do come in like those little cup things when you know what I'm talking yeah. about in high school and stuff. So like that's not a to go cup you're not gonna slurp your freaking cereal but you would slurp on tomato soup if you put it in a thermos the same way you could slurp on cereal if you put it in a certain I mean, cup you put a lot of things in thermos don't bring a thermos but in either, it's a whole different discussion but either way bro <laughs> the whole premise of this is that you got hung up on the fact that it's in different aisles but when you take things from different aisles and you put it together and you cook it or you prepare it for something it makes another thing pot pies not? are near the pot uh, the pie section stuff the crust like the, all that stuff is all next okay to and my to my point if you opened up a pot pie the end side of it, it would be considered a soup. But you don't find it in the fucking soup aisle. Use the same no way, like, when you go... Soup. Okay, but you could. You could, whole, but nobody does. Okay, the, okay, the fact that you say that nobody does, please, 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 all my Find soup, an advocate, please. All my soup. <laughs> get after Your it, argument about the fact that it's in different sections is bullshit. PB&J is not in the same section as fucking hot dogs, but it's still a sandwich. Hey, PB&J is right next to the bread. And hot dog bread are still in that section. But the hot dogs itself because are not in the refrigerated. That's it doesn't different. matter. They're still they're still nearby. They're close enough. We need to stop <laughs> talking. Cereal. Yeah, we need to stop talking about the store aspect of it and just whether or not the shit is what it is. It's a cereal. It is. Wow. May I speak? Yes, go ahead. Cereal is not a soup. If I have a wife and I wake up in the morning <laughs> and I'm like, babe, wife what do you wives? want? 
<laughs> if I wake up in, if I wake up in one of my multiple houses with one of my wives and one of my lives and this bitch asks me for soup and I pour her a can of Campbell's tomato soup or Campbell's chicken noodle soup and she goes where are my frosted flakes I'm gonna kill this bitch <laughs> Because clearly she's gonna kill me at some point because she is indeed a psychopath. <laughs> Soup, cereal, very different things. Not now. What I would I would say that cereal and almond milk or cashew milk is closer to soup than cereal and regular milk. What the fuck is Why? the difference? Let me, let me make my point because almond milk and cashew milk does not come from an animal. It's not milk. It is bean broth. It is nut broth. If you think about what it. The fuck is chicken broth? broth. Chicken broth, that's a soup! But it comes from an animal! Oh my god! It's added! <laughs> they add chicken flavoring to water. Where do you think that flavor comes from an animal? So you're arguing because it comes from an animal is bullshit? No, it's not. It's, it's not bullshit. bullshit. No, it's, it's not. Got, yeah, it's not bullshit because- Mike just turned on his internal thermostat. <laughs> two degrees higher. You're adding- It doesn't matter that it comes from an animal or not. Because what I'm trying to say is that milk is not broth. Milk is milk. Okay. But- you could consider almond milk or cashew milk like broth from the nut because it is made from the nut. <laughs> nut broth. <laughs> it's bean water. It's nut water. There's a lot of references to semen. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, I would, I'd be more willing to consider that like cereal with almond milk in it more of a soup than with regular milk. I'd, I'd be willing to... I just don't know why you're getting so, like, hung up on, like, that portion of it. It's literally soup is anything with a liquid base, and then you add shit to it. It's not just anything. Yes, it is. Like, cereal is... Like, it's cereal, bro. Like, I don't yeah. matter at the end of the day, I'm eating cereal, and I have... Like, for example, I'm not... For those of you who don't know this, I'm not a big soup person. Um, I like French onion soup, and that's it. I don't know why I like that one, but I do. Yes, I love a good Frenchie. Look. <laughs> Wait. The guy or the soup? Definitely the soup. She, what she meant to say was the cereal. But yeah, go ahead. No. Nikki's getting a little saucy, yo. It's crazy. <laughs> For all my freshmen listening. I'm single. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, listen. <laughs> listen, okay? We're going to have to agree to disagree because I will never, ever consider cereal a soup. And Tyrell, some of your friends could be on my side on this. I cannot wait for this particular person to hear this episode because he's going to rip you a new asshole. I hope, I hope you one day get invited to a soup event and it's all fucking cereal. <laughs> I would be, yeah, I would literally. I'd be so excited because yeah. I fucking love both things. So. Exactly. It, it'd literally be like the best of both worlds. I'm going to bring you a fucking Lucky Charm soup when you're sick next time. <laughs> I mean, like, that wouldn't be the best for me because I'm lactose intolerant, but somebody else might really no, appreciate No, no, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to appreciate it regardless because at least you were thinking about me enough to bring me some soup. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hurt me with that one. I'm no. just saying. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so closing thoughts. We all disagreed pretty much. I mean, there were some of us that agreed with each other's points, but ultimately... I think there is no majority. Well, this one was three on two, I think. Were you mm -hmm. for the soup? 
Cereal is not soup. Okay. But why? Say it again, why? Nikki. But why? Okay, I keep thinking about it. Like, if you were to leave carrots and soup, that's the point. They're supposed to get soft. If you leave your cereal in the milk, it gets soggy. Nobody wants that. And I feel like that's a deciding factor of soup, too. Why wouldn't you now just want a chowder? That's what makes cereal so great. You have a soup at the start and a chowder at the end. Wait, I may be a little bit of what? So cereal turns into wait, a soup. Is wait, that what you're wait, saying? Wait, wait, wait. It wait, didn't wait. start off as a soup. No, you're it, saying it turns into a soup. No, no, no. It is a soup. And then if you leave it too long, it becomes a chowder. So it's really up to oh your preference. Oh my god. We Listen, can really go about this, um, but I don't think you guys really want to. I've, I've been called out for this one. Um, I like my cereal soggy, especially when it comes to <laughs> especially too, when it comes to corn pops and stuff, because yes. them shits taste better. There are some soggy. people, I will agree, there are some people that I don't know why. I mean, I'm sure Ted Have Bundy you ever got had up soggy in the morning. Corn pops? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Ted Bundy got up and said, hey, I want some soup. And he poured himself some Fruity Pebbles and let them shit get soggy. If you like that, then you are the equivalent to Ted Bundy. Because you're a psychopath. Wait, have you ever had soggy corn pops? No, I don't like corn pops. Okay, but have you ever had them soggy? Maybe you don't like them because you haven't had them soggy. And maybe you just like chowders more than you like soups. So I don't understand why you just don't wait. I do like chowder, but you know what I don't like? People that think that cereal is a fucking soup because it is not a soup and it's not a chowder. It's definitely not a chowder. You just sound like a fucking dork when you say that. This might be. <laughs> this might be yeah. the why argument. This, I, yeah, I gave you a legitimate What's reason. The legit reason because it's not the milk, so you have to come up with something better. The legitimate reason is that cereal could still be cereal without milk, and that's not considered a soup. But if you put beef and vegetables in a bowl with no broth in it, then that's not soup either. So cereal is not a soup because if you take the milk out of it. Then and you literally have no argument. Your only argument is that it's in milk. But you take the milk out of it, it's still cereal. Because the box says cereal. It doesn't say milk. It doesn't fucking say milk sold separately. It's still cereal. <laughs> milk sold separately. Yeah, but this goes along to my point again. When we go I want to the go back to Nikki's talks, definition. No. <laughs> Fuck that. You don't talk about that shit. Who even uses a dictionary anymore? But anyway, Kelly. No. <laughs> no. But like, to your point, and we talked about this multiple times. Yes, things have different names, but when you prepare them a certain way, they become other things. A hot dog is literally just the beef part of whatever the fuck they smash together into that shape and then you put it on bread and it's a sandwich you take cereal out of the box it's still cereal you add milk to it it's now a soup may i speak because i actually spoke to somebody about this the other day and i wanted to wait for this moment to tell you this but the meat of the hot dog is actually called a frank it is not called a hot dog it only becomes a hot dog when it comes into bread so the link by itself is a beef or just frank Beef frank or just frank. So it's not a fucking sandwich because a hot dog is in the bun. Wait, 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 wait. Relax, 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 relax. Wait, may I speak? May I speak? May I speak? Sure. I just want to say something real quick. Salami, bologna, all these things are just me on their own until you put them in a sandwich, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's a it's a frank until you put it into your hot dog sandwich. No, it's a frank. Until it goes into a bun, then it's called but a hot not dog. The, that's not the if, topic right now. If you put bologna, are you still butthurt? This is what you this put. Is. You're literally going back to episode one. This is episode three, and we're talking about how cereal is a soup. Get over yourself. Bologna, pastrami, whatever in bread is called a sandwich. It's not called a bologna dog or a pastrami dog. When you put a frank, you in ever a had bun, a pastrami dog? Because you're right. Because amazing. it's called a it's called a hot dog pancake. 
All right, you know what, guys? <laughs> We're getting off topic. I can't wait to the day you come home to, to somebody saying they made you soup and you have frosted flakes on the table. It's going to be a great freaking day. I'm going to get down on one knee immediately. Oh okay. Oh, yeah. And if she says no, are you going to continue the relationship? <laughs> no, no. I'm going to leave it. I'm calling the boys. Wait, what if she, what if she pulls out a penis? <laughs> I still love them. <laughs> she made you soup. <laughs> it's a go-between. We'll bring her... Or them on May I Speak, and then we'll have a You can put it between it. bread and call it a sandwich. <laughs> don't fuck yourself. <laughs> Mike, can you believe that? I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> All right, guys. Now, I already went over the closing remarks. There's, there's no majority or minority here. I mean, everybody has great points, and we all could agree to disagree. But um, I just want to go back to what I said in the beginning. Again, Scissorworks, thank you guys for sponsoring us uh, over in Boothwin, Pennsylvania. They do great work. Check them out. And episode four will be coming soon to you guys. Nikki, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thanks so much for having me. I had so much fun, guys. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all attacked each other pretty extensively this episode. Would you guys agree? Oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) And like I said, you know, the noblest of art is that of making others happy. Great P.T. Barnum quote. That's what we're doing with you guys. We want you guys to be happy. Maybe you wanted to hear this. Maybe you needed to hear this. We don't know what each and every person is going through everybody's going through something different and back to the first topic how we said you know we don't want to offend anyone with what we say here we just make content we think it's funny we want to make you guys laugh and we also want to make you guys listen to us again so if you have any uh, improvements or comments that you guys want to tell us just leave it in the comment section share post subscribe download we appreciate it guys tyrell looks like he has something to say so go ahead yeah so real quick one last closing thing is we've been getting a lot of people that have been talking about wanting to come onto the show and be guests um so we're going to be starting up a guest list um so with that guest list just make sure that you're dming us um either myself mike kevin or kelly uh letting us know that you'll uh that you want to be a guest on the show and then we'll put you on the list and then we'll be reaching out to you when we're going to be shooting the show and stuff like that one other promotion that i want to put out to you guys we're going to be starting up soon as well if you've heard a topic on the podcast and you know we've already obviously covered it at length but you yourself want to come on the show just to debate one-on-one with somebody who had an opposing view than you uh then just let us know we'll shoot those special episodes and then we'll let you know um or after we've shot that content we'll put some type of promotion out there whether it's like hey we get you know a certain amount of followers um in the next hour we'll release this special clip um, of you know so and so going against Mike when it comes to false advertisement and makeup or something like that. Um, so again, or Tyrell and soup. Oh yeah, or or myself and soup and sandwiches and whatever. If it's something that you want to debate about, just make sure that you guys are um, either dropping it in the comment section um, or DMing us with that type of information, and we can get you on the show. Absolutely, guys, and remember follow us on Instagram may.i.speak or on Twitter I speak may. Leave comments. We're going to have polls up as soon as we post this episode on Sunday. Thank you guys so much for listening. Kevin, anything you have to say? Bye. Kelly. Send us topics so we don't have to keep researching them. Absolutely. (laughs) Send us topics that you guys want to hear because you guys are the most important people here, the listeners. We want to make you guys laugh and we want to make you guys see what we think about things that you want to hear. So let us know what that is. Nikki, again, thank you so much for being our guest this week. Tell your friends. I definitely will. And thank you guys and have a good one. We'll see you for episode four in two weeks. Episode three, we out. Woo!